This episode of the Golf Game and Podcast on the Sports Game and Podcast Network is presented to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. All right, DJs, welcome back. Uh, I know Steve did a show last night, very quick DFS show. Neither of us did a recap because I was out of town and Steve was dealing with his thing. So it's, uh, we're going to do a U.S. Open recap and uh, 2023 Travelers Championship. So it's not Steve, but it's our boy Jeff Feinberg. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? I am. I'm doing well. Happy to see you are doing well and happy to talk yeah. some golf. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy when you're under 40 and have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I'm 39, so yeah, yeah, I'm 39 too. But I, you don't smoke like a, a you haven't smoked like a ton of cigarettes for like 25 years straight, right? Yeah, no, never. I mean, I, I smoke a bit of pot, but I never yeah. smoke cigarettes in my life. That was yeah. uh, for a guy who's gotten addicted. An addictive personality. I'm pretty blessed, I guess, in some way that yeah, pop. I mean, uh, cigs were never a thing for me. Yeah, I got uh, I got hooked early because I tried to quit dip by picking up cigarettes when I was like 15 because I played baseball and I was like, well, I got to quit dip. I'll pick up cigarettes. I'll drop that. No problem. You know, fast forward 25 years later to me getting a stent jammed into my artery. <laughs> the, the, the doctor was literally yelling at me about cigarettes while he was doing it. I'm like, listen, man, this is probably not the best time for this thing. Legitimately, yeah. you think I'm dying. Yeah, but uh, yep. So, uh, so the U.S. Open. What did you think of it? I know it's pretty polarizing to the golf architecture guys and uh, low score guys, high score guys, and just general discord on Twitter as usual. Where do you stand on it? Uh, I keep going back and forth. I'm in the moment, like when I was asked for a grade, you know, by Mayo, I was probably a yeah. little too kind in some respects the overall package was a little disappointing it didn't just it just didn't seem as penal right yeah. in some mm -hmm. respects and i don't know i get they want to you know weather plays a big role i guess sometimes when they go to certain places like an open championship um and that's the reality of the situation but uh, and i don't know rory not being able to hit a putt like i'll be honest i didn't have a cent on Wyndham. I never yeah. sent on anyone competing yeah. on Sunday. So the golf fan yeah. in me was literally cheering for Rory to just get number five or Ricky to get number one. I didn't care for Wyndham getting one or Scotty getting like another. another. I like those weren't my rooting interest. I was just a golf fan on Sunday. I was disappointed in, in that respect, but happy for, for happy for Wyndham. Yeah, so I so what's funny is like I'm the opposite. I can't stand Rory, and this is before the whole live PGA thing. I I don't know. I have this long standing, just like I dislike him for some reason. He's Northern Irish, and my grandfather downloaded some weird shit into me growing up, Irish Catholic, I think, and it just kind of hung with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, so I I at least enjoyed Sunday. Like it was like everybody was spitting the bit, and nobody really wanted it. It was somewhat entertaining coming down the stretch. I think Thursday kind of just set it up where was kind of wonky right like i mean you get two guys going out shooting minus eight and a couple other guys going six and five under and then you change the course it's like how's anybody else going to be able to really catch up and i mean people did you know what i mean but it, it was just it was like you said it wasn't very penal it was kind of wonky at least they made it a little more difficult over the weekend but yeah i mean sunday was at least a little bit entertaining uh which uh which was good other than uh thursday just everybody yelling on twitter which i just found funny you know, when you play it back in your head, I'm actually more disappointed in it than like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was entertained on Sunday because you make some good points. 
pretty much guys that got off the mat Thursday um, were pretty much the ones that were able to fight for the title on Sunday. Um, maybe one of the bigger indictments on the place was that on Saturday, no one entered the competition. Right. Like that on, never on moving happens. Down. Never. No long shot. And I'm not smart enough to pick it, but there's always a Saturday where a guy who starts the day at 80 or 100 to 1 ends the day at 10, 12, 16, 5, 8 to 1. That <laughs> one guy was able to enter. And yeah, I don't, I don't really, um, I don't really know what, what to make of it. And, yeah. you know, I put out a tweet today that was just sort of, mentioning that there have been rumblings that LACC members bought the tickets. I don't know that to be true, but yeah. it got a lot of traction. And then the only people that were hating it were like, where are these stories? You guys are making up a lie. I'm like, I'm not making this up. And honestly, I was so focused on the golf. Like you are as a better, as a golf yeah. fan that like there were like when there's a major they're like real world stories that I don't even know about. Like, I don't even no. follow like my favorite baseball team the weekend of a major. Don't worry. They yeah. keep losing the Blue Jays. And they yeah, suck. don't worry. The Red Sox are such stupid. Like, yeah. you know, the Red Sox win every day. I see that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but we really suck. And it's, and I hate my GM, so it's just going to keep him around longer. I want him fired. I want us to tank. Yeah, but I just mean like during a major, like I don't even like there are things happening in the world. I don't even know we are existing. You know what I mean? Right. Thank God that the holiday they celebrate is about dads or I would <laughs> exactly. let everyone down. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, so that's a little disappointing and I don't know. It's like Rory's like for Wyndham's drive on 18 to not have been penalized oh in any way. You know, like that's the weirdest thing ever. That's not right. But hey, they all played the same course. Yep. He struck it well. He made the par saves. Rory couldn't buy a putt. I, I'm not here to debate the worthiness of, of the champion either. And it seems like they really liked West Coast because the ratings did great. And they pushed yeah. the envelope on Saturday. We're playing so uh -huh. late. Oh, but sure. they love the ratings, and we'll see what that that means. But I, I have no like. I respect the okay. The USGA screws up a lot, and they shoot yeah. themselves in the foot a lot. But they've also created like the smallest window for themselves to land a plane during the the U.S. Open that makes players and fans happy. Yeah. So like they've created no wiggle room where like. The open championship is just like, here's our golf course. It's historic. If you shoot 22 under, not saying that's right, but they're like, you know, right. we don't get any win, then that's just what's going to happen. The USGA doesn't have that luxury. They've created this runway for themselves, and we bet into the runway. Everyone oh, yeah. I bet oh, to yeah. win, not to say I would have won my bet anyway, because I wasn't really looking at a guy who'd never contended in a major. At no, never. Whatever. I need to get that all the right. respect to Wyndham, but we bet the U S open, like essentially since we started betting golf, like, yeah, they need to have like DJ player profile or I don't really yep. care about them. Like yep. exactly. And we're also brought to you by 
bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. They're stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs do the same exact thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And listen, most shorts are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix the, fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement and bird dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long i mean look uh, over the summertime living in florida dragging kids through amusement parks uh and golfing uh listen uh the, the wicking technology is going to help because there's nothing worse than chafing especially um in in an amusement park dragging around whining kids okay so uh bird dogs is going to help me with that and if you guys go to birddogs.com slash pool and it's a promo code pool for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com for slash pool for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise and we're also Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and active in so many states. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. So all of it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't... Every golf architecture snob <laughs> needing to like write um, an article yesterday, pretty much saying it's still a great course. Like I don't know, it was all obnoxious. You're right. Yeah. The complaining on all of it, it was, and the defending, yeah. it was all obnoxious. Yeah. It was all of it. It was in both sides. It's both sides. And I got into it a little bit on Thursday just because it's fun to troll, troll people every once in a while. And like my co-host was getting very upset with me when I was texting. And I was like, nice golf course you got there. All I heard about was how good this golf course is. And we're shooting. We got two guys breaking course records. He's like, you just wait for the weekend. And I was teasing him. But I mean, it's just fun. Like, and I'm sure they're right. Like, listen, I fucking have a blast at that course. It looks great. I don't know if it's the best venue for a U.S. Open, but and never mind. Like you already touched on, never mind the fucking crowds. Like, forget about it. All corporate chalets, fifteen people around. Ricky's dropping, you know, sixty-five foot putts, and it sounds like the men at work clapping. You know, Charlie and Emilio, just two two guys giving the golf clap, and it, it was. It didn't feel like a U.S. Open, and I feel like the crowds had a big big part to do with that. Yeah, no one one hundred. Um percent now i don't know what you what did you say at the at the top there because i just lost my train of thought for for a second i'm just that look like i'd love to play the course i'm sure it's fine it's just not like a good u.s open course you know what i mean like and it was fun to troll oh uh, yeah yeah and i got like five stars to our boy at golf digest uh powers oh my god he was he was going at those architecture snobs all week and and the one he did that I love as a guy who just, you know, I'm a San Diego soft spot, La Jolla yeah. soft spot. So I get really def- offensive or defensive when the architecture snobs come at Tory Pines. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, for all the architecture snobs at Tory Pines, it would never uh, allow what happened here to happen. Exactly. Right? Like, but in the end, yep. we got a great leaderboard with Rory and Scotty and a preeminent face and Ricky that everyone's kind of rooting for. And, the guy who gets to have his breakthrough moments. So I couldn't argue with it in that sense. And like you said, uh, Sunday entertained me, even if it didn't, you know, penalize them in ways I wanted them to be penalized. I'm always kind of entertained and mesmerized by, by a Sunday major championship. I'm not hard to 
I'm easy to please, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same. And I was calling because Steve had money on Rory, and he knows how much I hate Rory. And I tried not to mush him and try to do things like that, but I couldn't help it at at, at some point. And I was like, "Look, man, Mito is still on the table. Like Mito's tee shot is still on the table." And then he basically did Mito's tee shot and didn't get penalized for it. It was crazy. Like yeah. the the juice in that guy's swing on eighteen was definitely there. And that fa- and then probably when he went up to the ball and realized he was fine, he was able to calm down because if he was in some shit, I wonder what would happen. How bad the wheels would have came off. And I'm an apologist for a lot of guys. And no. probably I'm not like the biggest Rory fan, but I was never one of these guys to pick on him or pile. And, you know, I bet him sometimes I didn't bet him most of the time. No, um, I've stayed. But as someone who's like kind of just always been a fan and an apologist for him, I had this moment like on Sunday night where I was like, oh, my God, like. There are very few things so like there. There are so many golfers who the only thing they can do is win a major to change your opinion of them. Mm-hmm. Like there's not another event that like Xander or Cantley can win that you would be like, yeah, that's great. Great for them. Like they, they're at the point, they almost have to win a major for your opinion of them to change. Yeah, I would have definitely. said this like a while ago, but like a Kucher or a Snedeker, like nope. they've won everything there is to win. Exactly. The only thing that would change right. my opinion of them is winning a major. Rory has somehow changed my opinion of him finally. <laughs> finally, okay. Capper. Between the, the Open Championship Sunday and this, where, yeah, Cam Smith took it from him, yeah. but Rory didn't have to hit it to 40 feet all day. Could have tried to make a birdie. And then su- like, Sunday, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, no, no offense to Wyndham, but it's Wyndham Clark. The course is playable. You're right. Rory McElroy. Like, right. in some way, to me, it's the first time. Like, he's obviously a Hall of Famer, first oh, yeah. bat, whatever you right, need right, to right. achieve. He can still win. Like, the Grand Slam is still there for him. But yeah, he's, like, officially down a, an a, an a all-time pedestal to me after. Yeah. In combination, like, I apologize for him after the Open. Maybe I was just happy because I won Cam Smith bet. So yeah, me like, too. Nah, I'm not going to be hard on Rory. Like, <laughs> yeah. he got caught by the guy I bet on. I'm not going <laughs> to exactly. pick on him. As someone yeah. like that was just a neutral observer, I shock me. You can't hit a no all time great doesn't hit a single fucking putt on not a single day. shot, and not even like and he didn't set himself up for like a, a, a good putt. No, he did though. There was like oh, an eight footer early, footer. and then the three and half footer on eight. He missed a bunch, and then he I missed a part saver. And the only putt he made all day was literally like a seven and a half footer. And 17 for pop 17 that was the yep. only putt of significant he burned edges like so yep. many of them look perfect yep but i don't know man no all-time great anyone i consider an all-time great does what he does i then have to reevaluate where you are on my super scale i sorry yeah, man and it's yeah and it's got to be a mental thing right because you've got to think like he's got all the talent in the world he goes out and he dominates all these fucking stats right strokes gain blah 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 like and listen i get that they have a, a spot on how we choose and, and how we look at guys especially you know playing daily fantasy and things like that and how, and how you want to gauge how hot guys are but at some point the stats don't matter and b- between the ears definitely matter and there is something there's something wrong with in rory the, and yeah, this isn't like oh it's tony finau i apologize for him because he's just there a lot and he'll knock the door down right like we're on a different scale of who 
we hold you, you in regard accountable to exactly. and i know you are i guess like for someone like you who's been a long time like you know this never this guy's never been all that and a bag right. of chips you're kind of like able to be i told you so but you can also respect why people did hold oh, yeah, him absolutely on yeah. that pedestal and be like okay yeah he's obviously not tiger he's not phil but like yeah. in this sort of like all time like he's still a great oh yeah and like i don't know man anyone who i picture as an all-time great you can't not hit one freaking shot one on a playable sunday all you had to do was shoot one under to get yourself oh, into a gosh. goddamn playoff credit oh. all the world in the windham whatever and he got breaks he got the he got oh. the opportunity with the bunker yep. as much as we pick on windham's drive on 18 rory hit a drive on 17 that nanny us open should have been a like well you're done buddy Dead. so dead yep you know uh, that water finds its level there but come on yeah. like i am sorry it's, yeah it wasn't shinnecock where like 14 pars in a row are good for good you. like yeah exactly you need, you not, need especially u.s open man especially eight eight was eight was ridiculous the three putt eight was absurd absurd it was crazy it was the absurd and and my thing is is like look I, I, and i i think i hate rory like the same way I ended up hating Peyton Manning, right? I ended up hating the fans and the people who are constantly like yelling about Peyton Manning more than I ended, like I actually hate Peyton because now Peyton's on TV and he makes me laugh and I'm fine with it. It's, it was like the fans and everybody in my face telling me how good this guy is and me watching him and not winning. It's like, listen, at some point he has to win for everything you guys have been screaming about to make sense. And so I think, I think that's the level of where I was at with Roy. I just get, and I, listen, I'm irrational with people I hate, like, Sometimes there's no reason for it, and I completely own that. But yeah, like that—that's kind of I think how I got there with Rory. Because you're right; he's absolutely great, and that's what makes I think it's so frustrating for his fans to watch him be able to do anything, and especially have these 62s on Sundays when he's 10, 15, you know, in 10th place or 15th place to get a, a backdoor top five, and then to go out and and do something like that on Sunday, or like you said, the Open. Like it's just gonna be insanely frustrating to know he can do that on a Sunday and then not do it when he's actually in contention. Yeah, I'm not like. Oh, maybe he can wax the field this week. I don't know. At least he's not like golf sad like he was out of the Masters. Oh. Maybe he's not. God, maybe he, he is. Took, he took his ball and went home. Yeah. No, I don't think he's as sad as the Masters. I mean, he had a shrink with him that week. Literally took his ball and went home. Didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. So I don't know. The Travelers. Yeah. I mean, this is fine. Like, I listen. At least this event, uh, you know, brings out the crowd every single year. Like Connecticut loves them. So some golf and uh it's a fun tournament i i what do you, do you i mean i know everybody's talking the talk of this week about like uh like course history and things like that but there really hasn't been this strong of a field i mean the only thing i only one i can think of is like right out of COVID, right with this many heavy guys out of it so were you taking course history into effect or did you kind of skew it now because it's like well now we have all the top players here yeah it was always a nice um field but you're you're absolutely right i i don't think any of that matters uh you know we'd get the week after a major and you'd be almost be like yeah those long shots are so live because it's like two or three great players mm -hmm. that are here and maybe you know they're here because of obligations they made a while ago and <laughs> Yeah, so some of my, my like betting mindset that I like take for the week after majors, I've had a hard, I have to like just flush away because like, no, it's an elevated event. The purse is more than the U.S. Open. Um, open, yeah, exactly. Right? 
So that that's pretty yeah. m- messed up. I am still of the opinion a good player is going to win, and uh, we've almost gone too long without a really good player win. Not that I'm betting on on any of the guys at the very top, or the very very top, I should say. But uh, feels like yeah. feels like we're due for like uh, the double zero green coming up on the roulette board, where the house just swipes our money. Absolutely, and especially after somebody like Wyndham Clark just wins. We're all going to be like, oh, so maybe longer shots are live again, and we're going to sprinkle the board down low. We're going to go back to our old habits, betting 30 to 50s, 30 to 60s, and Scotty Scheffler is going to win by a dozen fucking strokes, and that's going to be that. I can absolutely see that happening. Yeah, I don't remember who I saw tweet it today. It was someone who I follow, one of the many um, people who are in that New York or Connecticut area. They were at the tournament last year, uh, here and on Sunday, they saw Scotty Scheffler like bang his putter against his golf bag, saying, "I hate this fucking course." <laughs> oh, that's not great. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I wasn't betting Scheffler to begin with. No, me either. Um, like it's been pointed out a few times, I'd rather like I'd rather just be happy for him when he wins at six and a half to one. Than be hating him because I put my whole bankroll on him to win at six to one, and he does kind of what he's been doing. Yeah, you stress every single four foot pot that is not going to be good. Yeah, for your health, like it's just not going to be like, I, especially when it's been broken. The putt has been broken since match play since he let since he let Sammy win <laughs> that tournament, like by missing that little bunny putt. Yeah, I think I mean it's been broken since then. He was the, you know, he's it's in his head because he was talking about it leading into the U.S. Open, saying, "Hey, maybe I'll have something for you guys on Thursday." Switching putters, like, so, okay, so it's clearly in your head, and it's not just us be overanalyzing what you're doing. You're thinking about it as well, which is never a good sign. Uh, but if he figures it out, which I don't know, he sure can, right? I mean, when he goes on these when he goes on these runs, he figures his putter out. But the top of the board definitely seems like it's in uh, in play, especially since now we'll all have our hopes up to actually think we could hit a decent uh, decently priced winner after Wyndham. Uh, so at the top of the board, let's it's under 21. Do you like you bet anybody under here? Uh I took Hovland at 22. He is yep. 18. Um you still bet him at 18? I don't I mean I don't know. I guess I would say I have to because uh like, but I I, I bet him at 22 I was almost surprised at how little talk there seemingly is for him this week. Maybe the course isn't like hard enough. No. But this is essentially the same number. He was asked to win a major. He just won Memorial. I'm still confident that he's going to be amazing um, through the summer. I would say that um, it's pretty crazy. I've seen like on DraftKings, everyone like Rory, Cantley, Rom are all 12 to 1. So stupid. Um, and I know how like crazy it is, that that is in some respects, but Cantley here, if he's yeah. ever going to like, I will, I agree. You can make a case for all of them relative to their number a week ago, but yeah. Cantley at 12 to one at the travelers to me is a much better bet than Cantley at like 16 to one to win a major. That's I'm fair. Not yet, but I, yeah, that's, that's like what I would say. <laughs> that's fair. I, yeah. I mean, look, you're 100% right, right? Because he, he once again, he backdoored the top 15 last week, I guess. But he does the same thing here, right? Like, he's top 20, like, every time. He hasn't won. He hasn't, been, he hasn't even been in the top 10 the last one. He loves five, it. Yeah, five years it's ago. like his favorite course. So I'm sure he's going to win here. The Trump um, he's the one who melted last year when Xander came up and, and, and finally won 
Uh, yeah. After he won, did he win the Scottish the week before? Or did he win the Scottish after this? No, that was after. So yeah, he broke a nice winless drought um, yeah. here. But yeah, no, I've bet on Victor at twenty two, and I bet on Morikawa at twenty eight. So I uh, okay, I kind of invested early, and I'm not gonna lie when I. Saw the odds on Monday. I had a feeling that this one could be an expensive event for me. So, we'll <laughs> yeah, especially uh, like especially if the, if uh, Scotty or Ram uh, or Rory, at that matter, you know, like you said, hit double yeah. zero and and take the money. Um, yeah, I don't I don't hate Morikawa at all here. It seems like it should be a good course for him. Around the green always worries me with fucking him, but he seems to improve on that. I mean, the dude was what is he? He was two shots out of the lead before he had to withdraw from Memorial. So. And he looked fine last week. It's the same thing you're always betting on with him is he can fucking get some sort of putting week on. I just worry about him. All these wins came like when there was no crowds, right? Like the, the, Yeah, the, no, that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. Like I he's don't, gotta figure he's gotta no, figure I, something out. I'm sure he's pretty embarrassed about the wind drought. I would normally say in the weeks like before after a major, he's the perfect player profile that I am like going for in terms mm-hmm. of the good players. Yeah, like a good player, like really desperate to take advantage of a situation. But again, this isn't much of a situation because it's an it's an elevated event. I don't bet Morikawa like at all. I'm not one of these guys that have been like riding it or waiting for it or have like um, connected to it. Like I'm just trying to Try call catch the it. shot. And <laughs> I, yeah, it seems like it's gotten really popular. But I, I could see why he's playing quite well and. Uh, this course should be perfect for him. Yeah, so I'm like I'm debating between uh, I'm deb- on the top of the board. I'm debating because I can only get an 18 on Vic and get 25 on Morikawa. I don't see him moving much more than that. I'm not betting Cantlay. I'm not betting Xander. I thought about Finau, but this is still a big boy event, and he's going to show it to me in a big boy event first. So, like, I think uh, those are the two I'm debating. I can, I'm only going to pick one. I like Finau. I couldn't. I just couldn't bet it, but I like him a lot. Yeah, I mean his iron play is fucking awesome, but I mean, I don't know. He's just he's another one where it's like you haven't won anything really like a insanely tough event with a with a top heavy field like this. So it's like I guess the price is fair. Like I'd rather bet Tony at thirty than fucking Cantley at twelve. So yeah, yeah, I, I always guess. trust Tony. If he wins, I'll be really annoyed that I gave like more cow of my money <laughs> instead of instead of fucking Tony. Yeah, which yeah, is I weird mean, because I was always normally the peace of mind would come from Morikawa, like you just want to trust him, but yeah, like and I bet Tony, I bet I trusted Tony enough, like I bet him a forty to one to win a major last week, so I'll be really annoyed, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, to yeah, because the same yeah. argument, same argument applies, right? For the twelve to one for Cantley, the thirty to one here is 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 a much better price than a 40 to one for him to win a major. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll go on Tony then. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out before tomorrow. I've only laid some deeper guys. So like in the, in the 40, in the 40 to, I don't know, fucking, what, after 40, before we get to long shots, I took Tom Kim early at 45. This seems like a course that should be good for him. Short course. But then like, after I dug into it, he does better at long courses, even though he should do better at fucking short courses. And it's like, he showed some life last week, and I just wonder if that's going to burn me because it already got steep. I think it's already got steamed out of like thirty and thirty-five at some other places. But I thought forty-five to one on top. I'm Kim after showing a little bit of life. I mean, in my brain, he should be the perfect short course Pete Dye player, uh, but it hasn't hasn't really worked itself out that way. Yeah, but I don't know you you the, the way he played Sedgefield. I'm on Kim too. I got him early at that you know same numbers no. uh, out of the gate. It just seemed like it popped. Seemed like. 
he's got some life and some confidence back and um yeah i don't know sort of the same reason that i thought it was a nice course fit for morikawa like this guy yeah. should just stock it and please god hit your pots hit putts. that's a bit of a concern because yeah the winning score is going to be one where like there's going to be a day where you're really going to have to hit everything like you there will like yep. the winner of this tournament's going to have at least one day where they go banana and then they play like good the other three days um, so you're going to need at least one like in you're going to need one like white hot round i mean don't get me wrong you're going to need a putt quite solid the whole week but i don't care about scrambling because right. i feel like if you're missing your greens and you're not you're giving yourself looks like i don't you're dead anyway i don't um I don't care, but yeah, I'm here. I'm here for Tom Kim. All right, so that's kind of why I was debating Fitz. I haven't pulled the trigger on him one because I fucking hate him. Uh, like he's he's another guy who I just can't get behind. He won the U.S. Open. Like what number is it? Oh, 40, 45? Like that's, 40, 45. That's crazy, man. I know. I hit him but, at but Heritage so the week out of the Masters at like thirty. So yeah. like, didn't he do shit? What, at what, the is, what was the, what was the he, score at Heritage? What was the score at Heritage? Do you remember? Was it low teens? The high teens? I can't remember. I don't remember. No, it was the speed playoff where yeah. you know, we were lucky to be a, to still be alive after some of those misses. <sighs> I know. Yeah. So I, I, in my brain, he's a guy who can't go low, right? Like I want him in in in, sh in higher scoring events. What, like what you know what I mean by higher? Like fucking like I want him in like minus eight to minus ten, minus twelve. I don't want him at sixteen to twenty. In my brain, he just can't make those birdies because he he'll drain the twelve footers for pa. But he'll never hit those for fucking birdie for whatever reason. Plus, I hate like he's I don't like rooting for him. But man, forty, ah, that's another one where it's like maybe I just go maybe I go female fits fucking hold my nose and 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 call it a day there and just have the rest of my bombs. That seems too. That seems seems too high. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, a number for him. Like no disrespect. I don't know where you stand on this. Yeah, I guess like if people pop those like sixty and seventy to ones on Henley, but now his number is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like now yeah. he's lined up. Like come on, like yeah. it's Henley, it's Russell Henley, and he's thirty three to one at some spots. It's unbelievable. And and he better fucking win this week. I didn't even bet him. No, <laughs> I'll just put it this way: you, the amount of Russell Henley hate list tweets you're gonna see at some point <laughs> this week. If he's not playing oh, great, yeah. oh yeah, from all everyone that like talked themselves into betting yeah. Russell Henley, yeah. um, I'll bet a lot of losers, but at least like yeah. I want to bet guys that it's an elevated event, so you're not gonna get like you can only be so lucky if they're having to play like Aaron Rye or CT Pan <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. That's not probably not the case. You're probably gonna have to. When you're five million, you're gonna have to like fend off like Wyndham did, like a couple <laughs> fucking yeah. dragons on Sunday. And I ain't referring to Ricky. <laughs> no, no, poor Ricky. <laughs> we, well, af after we go through his odds, I want to go through a couple of players uh, to see if you're. Yeah, poor Ricky. Case. Let's say like he just had, <laughs> like let's say his week was reverse, where he had that fire Sunday to give him that great finish. We're like, oh, we love oh, yeah. you, Ricky. Great job, yeah. buddy. We exactly. love what we're seeing, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming, bud. It's coming. Yeah, next, you know, <laughs> then we'd be like, then everyone would have bet Ricky this week. This week, absolutely. In the same yeah. way, maybe we're betting Tom Kim. Like, right. okay, yeah, 
but you know what I mean. Like uh, anyone, oh yeah, like Xander might defend, <clears throat> but when you do what he did last weekend at a oh, major, yeah. gross, gross, and I know because you've told us as golf fans that you like in COVID. He's like, I'm depressed because I only identify with playing being a golfer right because i've heard you say that yep i don't think you slept on set like don't get me wrong right sixth place paid like half a million they yeah, all yeah. live in the world we can well, that doesn't even matter that doesn't, that doesn't, matter. That doesn't matter they like That's you right. saw brooks yeah yeah, it's different. It's different between water. Eric. It's different between Eric Cole catching a uh, half a million dollars than fucking Xander Shoffley. Xander you know Shoffley, I mean? and people could be like, "I'm an idiot for saying this." He take a U.S. Open win and say, "Keep the check." Like oh, if absolutely. he could make that deal with the devil right now, yeah, you can win the U.S. Yes. Open, but you don't make a cent from it. Be like, okay, yes, yeah, please. Day. Where do I sign up? Yeah. I'll go to Travelers yeah, the next week and win three million. I don't need three million. I just want to win a major. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I think that's true of a bunch of these top end guys who got a shit ton of money. Because like we know how much money they make on on tournaments. And never mind, I don't have I don't have a fucking clue what like NetJets pays these guys. Like, like you know what I mean? Like these sponsors aren't like your local used car dealership. They're private jet companies and fucking giant um, you know conglomerates of accountants and shit like that who have money to spend. Like KPMG. Like they these guys are getting. So they absolutely like Finau, Cantlay, they would all they would all fucking sign that contract tomorrow. No, but like, yes, Finau would, but in a different extent. Like Finau identifies as being like a dad. dad. Yeah. Like there's other things Tony Finau identifies with. Right. And it's not a knock on Xander. And again, right. like I, maybe I'm taking like a two minute video out of context, but we only get these small windows into these guys. And that's true. Like you, yeah, I'm gonna make my conclusions. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna armchair psychology you whether I am right or wrong. I'm still gonna do it <laughs> for better or worse. It's happening, and uh, it's such a dangerous thing to do. But yeah, I think you're 100 right on that, and it is funny. Like poor Ricky, because you're right. I didn't even think about that. If it happened in reverse, he'd be 18 to 22 to one, and he'd be steamed to hell in the gambling community. Everybody would be on him. Everybody. Let me ask you this. What would Hatton pay if he was here this week? Like 24, 22, 25? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Because it seems like a course for him, too. Yeah. Why isn't he here? What the fuck is he doing? I don't know, but... You know, he was on a heater, too, man. Like, what are you doing, man? You're playing the best golf of your life. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he got talked into coming to Canada. Yeah. They played, yeah it's fine. Played well. Yeah, it was a great, great tournament. I enjoyed it not as much as you did walking around with Tommy and sitting around like you own the place. But yeah, I mean, uh, I enjoyed it from the TV. <laughs> did uh, did you bring did you bring the kids any day when you went? No, they're too young, and uh, yeah. my kids. Um, yeah, maybe I regret not like so, just bringing them on Tuesday. I could have set my kid up. Practice. Yeah, because you know guys play like different nines. Yeah, but I know this one spot of the course where like both nines for a moment intersect. Yeah, and like if you just hung out there, you could have gotten everyone. Because both of your kids are under seven, right? <laughs> yeah, and you bring a kid that yeah. young who doesn't care. Yeah, forget about it. Young. Forget about it. If they don't yeah. care about golf, you're bringing them to uh, watch grass. Like that's what yeah, they exactly. think they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's no, it's it's no good. Yeah, you, you don't not regret bringing them. Um. 
But yeah, I mean, who else? Who else in this? Who else in this mid-range zone that we think is going to win? Uh, who else do you want in this, in this race? <clears throat> well, I made fun of Henley, so he'll win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like Hideki a lot. Yeah, I think that number's. I think that number's. That's another number that's not fair. 45? I mean, like, let's like. Okay, Hideki's a guy we got to hit the putts. Like, you know that when Ben yeah. Hideki. It's yep. almost like not Scheffler esque, but it's almost like just don't be like top thirty, and we'll be great. Yeah, we'll be how going. he struck the ball for the majority of the memorial, mm-hmm. how he has struck the ball at the uh, PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. I got to keep betting into this. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like, may, like winning is hard. Forty five to one is. Yeah, yeah. winning is I hard. To one but is I don't think. Yeah, for how he's striking the ball. I, this is more than a fair enough number for me to try. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And he's a guy who knows how to win. And you'll, and he's so good with his fucking irons too, that if yeah, he just has, a, like you said, if he just, if he just pots a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. Like Henley is shorter than Hideki. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, I don't um, know what that's you, about. So it was, it's, I don't know, man. I mean, that is get, like you are so behold. Like, I don't listen. I know Mayo guys, like there were 65, 70 to ones Monday. You hit it. That's great. Yeah. But you have to be so beholden to the data to be betting De- Henley at this number now. Oh, yeah. I like, I would be surprised. And if anybody <laughs> did bet Henley at 30 or 35, that ain't making it on Twitter. They ain't, they're not posting the 30 or 35 to one. I, I bet Russell Henley. There's zero chance that's happening. The, uh, yeah, like I could yeah. be dead wrong, but I'd bet everyone around him, uh, maybe other than Fowler. Because that's just what a horrible spot after yeah. Sunday. But everyone here to me, even Cam Young, zero win equity. I'd rather try at 50. <laughs> yeah. And I don't Dude, what happened him. to this fucking guy? Jesus Christ. We thought he was going to get better when he got a uh, new, <clears throat> cat, new caddy on the bag. And he's gone the fucking opposite way. Jesus. Maybe Webb sent a poison pill in. Maybe he didn't like him. I chatted <laughs> with him for like 90 seconds in Toronto. Yeah. He just kept like, like he mentioned three times how tired he was. He's a young cat too. What's he? Fi- yeah. Well, he's got two young kids too, right? So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't know. Him. He's a young guy, but yeah. I I would have thought like I, honestly, I swear at the beginning of the year to so pick the Cam Young spots for me it was oh, the yeah. Wells Fargo in here. I thought these were places Wells he Fargo. could dominate. Um, obviously, yeah. he feels like he's just a bit of a different guy at the moment and and the funny thing is like the guys who are like hardcore corn fairy guys it's almost like the cam young that we saw for a year and a little on the pga tour that was a guy like even that was a guy who even surprised them like how cam young is playing now is sort of the cameron young that people who are like very familiar with this corn fairy crew be like no this is cam young yeah no that's not an insult but they're like i had no right. idea they still great golfer last year like right we didn't see that guy at the corn yeah. fairy <laughs> yeah how did he do this up with the pga coming in second at the open yeah <laughs> like yeah blasting it blasting. yeah it's very interesting i don't know he's not in like like dead to me territory yet like that number drifted a little more maybe He's not in like JT. Like you couldn't maybe at 125 to one. I start betting JT again until I see something. Like he's not. He's not in that dead zone yet. Like, but he I also shows, like wasn't flashes. betting Cam Young at like 24 to one, where I'm like this guy 
pissed me off. That right. makes any sense either. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I thought of actually about pulling the trigger this week. I didn't because I preferred Tom Kim, Hideki. The yep. guys right now, I feel like I can trust maybe more. But I, yeah, no, he's definitely not dead to me. And they, if I see the slightest sign of life and they're still posting 50s, I'll be right there, I think. Yeah. Because I'm like you. I think I bet Kim. You know, maybe twice. Like, so I'm not one of these guys who's been chasing, chasing, chasing. So I don't have the scar tissue with him yet, like I do with some other guys that I hate and I can't bet. Like Sanjay, he's 51. I'm not betting him. Like, I'm done betting Sanjay because he just he makes he makes at least one stupid mistake on a weekend that costs him playing out of turn. Like, that's just it. And I can't deal with it anymore. Like, I'm just I'm just done. I'm done with the Sanjay Im experiment. I was on Siwoo forever. Tom Kim is my new uh korean who will break my heart on a weekly basis give me, give me yeah i don't i mean again sungjae was another guy that i thought about um i just didn't get there i haven't i want to see a bit of life mm-hmm. just been he's still been so bad right now but no this could be the type of like birdie party that mm-hmm. works for him i wouldn't be shocked um i'll be and quite bad actually if he wins this week him and finau were the two guys that were probably the closest for me to bet that I didn't end up betting. M M has an advantage with the travel too. Like he's used to fucking traveling like a goddamn maniac. So like the the West Coast of Connecticut isn't going to affect him like it does the rest of these PGA. Like he missed the cut, right? Uh yes, I believe so. I can check that. The uh, if, if he didn't miss the cut, he uh, he wasn't. Yeah, he missed the cut. He missed yeah, the cut. but I still saw him. Like he showed up on the TV on Sunday on the putting green. I guess like most players, like when leaders, when there's when most of the guys are already on the course. I guess yeah. he's like you know now the putting green's empty enough. I can go there. Go so play. he's on the putting green like with the final four groups, like just getting his work in. I found out. at least he's working. I guess what's funny is because they posted Homa on like Saturday or something like that, like at the range. Everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing at the range still? <laughs> like, why didn't you go somewhere else? Like, why? Are you See, that's weird when you're actually in your home city. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you like I get like- when you're just on tour life and you're in a house like with your buddies and they made the cut like, yeah, you're just here for the weekend. You may as yep. well show up, go hit some balls, get a free lunch inside and like yeah. whatever. But when you're like in your hometown, like. You know, like things you could do or friends, or whatever. <laughs> friends, family, small children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, so, so you got, so you got, De- you got Decky in here. You missed, the, you didn't want to bet Young. Who else you got? Like, that's not a bomb. So, like, under 80. Got anybody else under 80 you like? Yeah, Bet365 put out a Fleetwood booth. So I took it. Oh, boy. So, so listen, I had the, I had the Fleetwood ticket with you up in Canada, and it was so funny. Like I when they went, I knew we were dead when he went to the fucking playoff. First of all, I knew we were dead uh, because things were running too pure for you. There was no way you were catching that as well. Um, yeah, been t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had good luck. I had good luck in the playoffs because I had the fits over over speed. I got the Grillo break. I'd oh my god, Denny. So I was like, yeah. even yeah, even I knew like forgetting like my running pure, like my simple playoff. Man. probabilities were yeah. not going to hold for me here. I wish so badly they did. I wish but so. even you kind of won because the Canadian won for the first time. And yeah, no, li- I literally so. had to sacrifice my own personal glory for the betterment of club and country. Good. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trudeau should give you a medal. Yeah, no, I, I, I listen, I sacrificed, but I would have, trust me, 
I made like pals with Tommy's dad on the Tuesday. Yeah. And there's like no one there. Like I, I, I literally swear on Herbert's ACL that if Tommy had won that thing, all I had to do was lay, like all I needed to do was make eye contact with his with dad. dad. Yeah. And I showed the video. Like I was oh, yeah, I I put myself in a position for the champions hug reading, <laughs> not the, you yeah. know, I'd have been right yeah, in yeah. I'd have been whisked in. Bro, I'd have been, I'd have been showing, I'd have been awesome. offering Finno, like Finno, bro. I got a bag of fucking joints. What do you want? Like, <laughs> let's go. let's go. But no, no, everyone else got to be no. Anyway, back to Tommy for this week. I'm just like now stuck, um, in the sense yeah. that like I didn't bet him at the U.S. Open. No, but I had him in Canada. He did no. what he did at the U.S. Open. He, I didn't see the TV interview. I didn't either. I didn't but either. I did see his like, you know, the the media scrum thing where he made a comment mm -hmm. like he feels as good like like he feels like he's hitting the ball better than he has in his entire career. He's playing great golf. So as like a fan of the guy, like I can't jump off you now. And then Capper, there's so many trends to this week after the US Open yeah, to guys like it's such a so I'm like, oh like Tommy like checks like a hard trend. Like I can't bail if that makes right, any makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and, and I don't even expect like fans of mine, like know where I'm coming from with this. Yeah. And I can try to sell like some points. There's no reason to do that. You all watch enough golf. Like you can make your own conclusion and like, do you trust Tommy to win an elevated event? Probably not there's probably other ways golf betters can utilize Tommy to make first round leader. Week. First round leader. That might not be it for them, but I can't hear my one of like truly my favorite players say he feels as good as he's ever felt. Yeah. And and then see that trend of like the guys that do what he did, or not even him, but like right. English and there's a lot of guys that like fit oh, yeah. this trend this week for the not superstar with that fun U.S. Open rolls yeah. it in. So I'm in, and I've already said too many right. words on it because I can't sell anyone on betting Tommy. That'd yeah. be like me yeah. saying, "Hey, but the Chargers, like, shut up, Feinberg." <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. So, anybody else under eighty? Um, sorry, what was that? I've like lost. Anybody else under eighty? I know you're hacking. So you, 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 you're sick. I don't know what's. Uh, okay, so I, don't, I got kids. C. Everyone's sick. I. Oh, I know. Or back to school after well we had a long weekend so yeah no it's oh, all and like the wet yeah i don't know it was like chilly for a few days but we're still wearing shorts and t-shirts so now like we're all sick no, um I, so I got i got what do you think of, i so I, I took a small piece of minwoo love it i didn't bet it but i i love it i love it yeah yeah played well here in sawgrass um plays well in these elevated events he's another guy that like i mentioned it as it pertained to fleetwood but he's yep. probably he's double the price and yep. also hits that hard trend that i was yep. referring to of of that u.s open performance yep from that mid-tier like talent guy um and he's pops. and uh, yeah, I uh, it, I watched it melt on uh, at Sawgrass. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen, but yeah, I mean, look, everybody or most guys, right? The the non super elites need to have those melting moments. Uh, the other guy I was looking at at eighty was Hammond, uh, but he's such a prick 
that I can't bet him. He was super obnoxious to like all the uh, event volunteers here in Sawgrass, uh, like berating people like like who like would like throw the flags down and they didn't find his ball fast fast enough uh yeah like so i can never bet him he's got a really good course history here though so i think like a top 20 would probably be good because he's always one of these guys who sneaks around and he, i think he's got like three or three or four top fives here but um i hate Harmon for how he treated people around here so uh yeah, he's out for me but i think uh, i think that's a good bet if uh if you don't have those feelings towards him like a top 10 based on his uh tournament history yeah. I, buddy i just i never bet him i just cannot stand him Maybe like you look at him and you're like, how the fuck does this guy like get along? How the hell does this guy like top 20 in every U.S. Open? Look at him. You're exactly. like, your whole family could eat a goddamn picnic on his putter. It's such a block. <laughs> like, what a disgrace. Yeah. I don't yeah. pick on any of these guys. He bothers, he bothers me. Sweet. Well, so we're on the same page there. He's a prick and uh, we don't bet. <laughs> um, all right. So what, what long shots do you got? I know you're going to have to have a couple. Yeah, so I um I played Aberg. Okay. Um and that's probably a sucker's bet. What number did you get him at? I got one fifty. Well, whatever, dude. But I would still play. Like to me, anything triple digits. Yeah, that's fine. I am so and you know what, maybe the elevated event is such a mistake, but the problem is yeah. like literally <laughs> guess the number. Like let's play a game right now. Okay. What will his odds be at the John Deere? Like 26? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Sub 30. Sub 30. Definitely sub 30. 30. Sub, yeah, 30, sub 30, right? Sub 30. Absolutely. Absolutely sub 30. And we will bet it. Oh, yeah. Maybe I will. Because I'll be like, I bet him at <laughs> yeah. triple digits. So now yeah. I have to yeah. do this. Look at look at this field. I have, he can, he's going to wipe. This. Who was that kid last year that we did that with? Uh, Gutterop. Gutterop, yeah. <laughs> who, who, you know what? I think he's 33 to 1 on Corn Ferry this week. Yeah, and- I saw that. Bear off was fucking texting. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bear off wasn't the only one, but I don't know. It seems like uh, it could work. I'll just say, uh, other than Tommy Fleetwood, he was a player that I like went out of my way to um, like um, just. Is, is that the one you took the picture with? Yeah, I took a picture with him. I got to I got to post it. And Twice, I pull it because I was like, oh, no, it was the worst picture ever. Um, but awesome. honestly, he makes the sound that no one else on tour makes. Really? And I know at least no one else at the Canadian Open. And you can make fun of that field. They're worse. No, that field was fine. Whatever. No, but I'm just saying, like, I watched a lot of guys hit balls. No one makes a sound like this guy. Um it's probably ridiculous to be betting him this week. I actually like from a more realistic long shot per- perspective. I think yeah. Aaron Rye seemed like 125 to one. Yeah. The guy is, I mean, yeah, he might be horrible, but when he plays good, he's great. And that's good. all you yeah. sort of want when betting outright golf, let alone betting triple digit guys just- who are lose, who are DOA the moment you bet them anyway. Like, no, this guy sniffs it. And you feel like it's coming. Um, so Aaron Rye and a nice little, let me put it to 120 yards and go attack a pin. Yeah, That's exactly what anyone who got around uh, Oakdale, I thought, needed to do. And he did that yeah. lovely. Yeah, I don't hate it. I took Cole at 175 versus Rye. He's like, same. honestly, I could do a rant. Same about guy. Same, same guy. I think the course suits him beautifully. Yep. 
I will tell you this. I've never, he's the smallest golfer I've ever seen in my life. He's small in Hammond? He might be. No way. Hammond's yeah. like a, Hammond's like a little person. Cole, it will be right. I don't know what the profiles say on height, friend, but I'm telling you, <laughs> like, He's tiny, huh? If I didn't tell the people I was with, that's a pro golfer. You would have no in idea. Toronto, like they wouldn't have believed. Like literally, he is a little nothing with with huge game. Like, who's that? I don't want to be smirched. Who's the game. Who's, and I think right. Who's the who's the jockey? <laughs> what, what, what the course requires here. If this wasn't an elevated event, like I would have been smashing Eric Cole at like 68 to like 70 to one, 60 yeah, to yeah. one this week. If it was just a yeah. not an elevated event, because he's perfect for this course. He does. Ev- he does everything pretty well. I love his backstory. Like uh, ever since he, he did that playoff with Kirk, he's been he's been a, not necessarily a money pick because he's cashed some top 40s for me and some top 20s. And so his PGA profile says he's five, nine. So there's no way he's actually five, nine. If you're saying he's the smallest golfer you've ever seen. Because I think Brian Harmon's like five five. Um, I think it's five five. So, and listen, it's probably like the, it's probably like the the NFL draft. They're lying about their height and the quarterbacks lying about their hand size. So, but, but he's like he's one hundred and fifty pounds. A little, he's a little, a little tiny thing. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm being unfair. And um, yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, who, what other bombs you got? Is that it? And Hubbard again. He's a guy who identified in in yeah. Toronto on a little like draw like driver wedge course. He seems to be a perfect fit. Yeah. Um, I just didn't. It's an elevated event, so I yeah. didn't really go here. Yeah, I'm with you. And the yeah, thing is, we've gotten like between Wyndham at the Wells and. And Kitayama Bay Hill. Yeah. yeah. Um, Colonial yeah, well, wasn't elevated, but it wasn't a small. F- I mean, Grillo no, hit it. Strong, a huge, strong field. Grillo hit at a huge number. I don't know, man. I feel like I, um, people are peppering this area, and I get it, but nah. Yeah. The past winners here, it's, even when Chez won, he was 35 to 1 and playing like really well. Like, yeah, the name yeah, isn't. When he won here, he wasn't like the Shez that of the odds today. The winners here, they've just been quality middle of the board players. And guess where I love to bet? That like 25 to 50 yep. to one range. And that's yep. why I feel like I've hit three winners in the last five years at this course. So I'm not going to change yeah. my strategy despite it being a quality field. Like I'm going to still bet into good players. Love it. Love it. All right. So that's, that's a wrap for the travelers. So real quick, what do we think? So obviously the U.S. Open kind of changed opinions on some players or solidified opinions on some players. The Ryder Cup situation. What do we think about the Ryder Cup? Wyndham should definitely be in, right? Winning an elevated event and a major. What about guys like fucking JT, Finau? Like Finau's got to do – like these guys are back in the points, man. Like Morikawa too. Like it's crazy. Dude, Finau's 17th right now. Like he's so far back. Like how do – is it is it going to be like the the good old boy system, or are they going to like I don't know how I don't know how Zach Johnson's going to do it. Who do you think deserves to be on the American squad? Yeah, I'm not pulling the plug on those guys just yet. And okay. Wyndham, listen, 
It was a double banger loser for Ricky with Wyndham winning. Oh, yeah, I know. Because he lose the tournament yeah. and that Ryder that. Cup spot that you sort of felt like if it was a lot of toss-up and he was just top 20 Ricky, he could overcome Wyndham's one win at Wells Fargo and Kitty yeah. Yama's win at Bay Hill. Just mm-hmm. Or Denny, like I don't even know who we're talking about now. Now Ricky yeah, Danny's like up there he's, too, got, yeah. he's got no chance. I'm not out on Finau or JT yet. They've got. I'm late. not out on Finau. Yeah, and Finau, out on guess what? Finau still got Detroit and yeah, Minnesota. I'm, He'll oh, be yeah. right up that board yeah. board suit. He's yep. very smart at schedule optimization um, compared to other elite players. At least like yeah, guys who are like, that. dude, collect trophies. Yeah. JT's got way too much equity, man. Like he's got, and it's so far away. In the same he's way, he's been he's been bad for a minute, though, dude. He's been mad. He's been bad for a while. Okay, that's fair, but I would only say like when we're talking about players at that level, like remember what we were saying, and I said it too, like about Brooks in the fall, like half a year is a long effing time. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And when your best friends like vice captain, (laughs) yeah, that's pretty probably okay. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Yeah, you're probably all right. Yeah, I don't know. I think JT was my biggest question. I think the rest of it kind of sorted itself out. We'll see. Like. I don't know. We brought Scotty on before his win. That was a good call for the U.S. team. I don't know. I just yeah, I don't think that guy exists. Like I don't think, think Sahith is like worthy of. I don't think Sahith has done what Scotty did. No, absolutely not. No, definitely not. And like, and he's and especially this course. If it is to plays how everybody says it's going to play, then be, being squirrely off the tee is not what you want here. And that's exactly what he is. Um, so yeah. So I, I'm just I, I want the European team to be competitive. Like I made a shit ton of money on the last uh Ryder Cup and that was fine with me but I feel like this was going to be a little different but I, I don't know there might be some opportunities to bet some European matchups at least this time maybe not the man like matchups. Rom and Rory and it's just the back end right like yeah. it's the back it's the back end but as silly as it sounds like I don't know guys like Hatton and Fitz like on that court, yeah. like you trust is yeah yeah like th- that works as much as like a you know you trust them more than the bombs away like Cam Burns Cam Young if he gets on the team you know what I mean like yeah all day so they got a lot of lovely fits and as you know I'm not I've been pretty good at just changing sides and betting the Ryder Cup successfully haven't yeah. really made a decision yet but. The Europeans always hang tough at home. Like they will not get their asses whipped. That, that yeah. like I don't think that can happen in the way that I knew it was happening last oh, time. We I know you made a shit ton of money. Yeah, well. exactly. I hit like yeah. multiple multiple like five matchup, four matchup parlays. Never mind yeah. all the money I could get all down prior. Like it. like it was it was fucking it was a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, listen. Uh, I guess oh, I didn't say congratulations. You've got a kid on the way, right? Yes, uh, we're having our nice third, third? At, at Christmas. So yeah. Oh, fun! Yeah. I have a, I have a. My youngest baby girl is December fifteenth. I got a birthday in January, and then two and no, two in January and one in February. So the fourth quarter is a very uh, broke quarter for the uh, for the Capra household. There it is. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, have have fun, buddy. Two to three is uh, two to three is fun. It's like yeah, whatever. 
you're fine. Yeah, listen, uh, it's uh, it is what it is. But my oldest is seven, and the other one's four, so we kind of yeah, spread so, yeah. it out. Where it's yeah, like not fine. as intense as you know these people that piggyback the babies on top. Yeah, get the Irish, get the Irish twins. Yeah, fucking get a one and a half year old and a one year old. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 the, uh, but man, so wait so you're gonna be you're gonna be turning 40 with a brand new newborn yeah yeah for That's my 40th birthday i have two daughters so for my 40th birthday I, I it's a boy and i get a we get a boy so that's there you go well, there good shit is. man you guys you guys come up you guys kicking around names yet family names or anything yeah i'm a family name guy we both are yeah. very fond of our grandparents our grandfathers nice. so yeah, they're like, I don't know, these kids like with these like douchey fucking names, oh, yeah. like they're gonna be in like a oh, wow. band or something. Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. I completely understand. All right. Well, if you listen to this pod, you guys uh, definitely know where to find Jeff. But just in case they don't, Jeff, fucking tell them where they can find you. Okay. Yeah, you just find me on Twitter at G Feinberg uh seventeen. You catch the show weekly with myself and um Pat Mayo. I am still with Odds Checker, but as you notice, those videos haven't been happening. They're doing a bit of like an internal restructuring on their video department. But there's been uh, there's been there's been lots of that in sports media lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yes, um, yeah, a lot. And I'm familiar with it. Someone's kind of been around the block and yep. and blessed to not be beholden to those news pits and sort of found some ways in this new like internet media, but yep. um. Yeah, that's that's where you can you can find me betting on oh. Victor all summer. That's where all summer. Yeah. You still getting uh, you still getting shady sports books to give you the football uh, the field goal bet? No, you know what? I kind of stopped those because once Victor became like a this short, it was like to get to win like when he's twenty to one to win a tournament to win by a field goal, they're only giving me forty to one. Oh yeah, fuck that. That's not and I'm mean. like, nah, like that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no way. That's no bullshit. And I'm kind of off that. My new thing with Victor Capper is not that he'll win, you know, by touchdowns or field goals like I used to think. It's that you look at the scores that like the holes that play the hardest, and mm-hmm. there's like one or two guys that make a birdie on those holes. It's, it. One of them's always Victor. Yeah. And yeah, he might drive, make you want to pull your hair out doing something stupid and blowing an opportunity. Yep. But he's going to go to that hole that's playing a half stroke, a quarter stroke over par, and he's going to make a birdie and instantly make a stroke and a half on the field. And that's yep. why I'm obsessed. That's All why right. I'm obsessed. I love it. Uh- all right, you guys know where to find me at Boston uh, underscore Capron, where you can find Steve in our Discord channel. Uh, go give his uh, course preview a click if you haven't already uh, and listen to his uh, course preview slash DFS show he did solo last night. Um, yeah, other than that, fucking uh, elevated event. Let's make that fucking money. 